Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camel wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. And by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of our show and of duck hunters everywhere. Ducks.org. We're also brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com. And by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. I'm Dan Small. Today we'll get a fall color and activity report from Florence County, Wisconsin. Get some battery maintenance advice from Mike Miller of Remy Battery. And hear how Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin plans to use their new Can-Am Defender to help veterans get outdoors. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, presented by Pappas Trading Post, Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. They're located just west of Arena at the intersection of Highway 14 and County Highway H. You can also find them on the web at PappasTradingPost.com. Your hitters feature every week at this time on Fox Sports 1070 WTSO and anytime at all on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Lake Link iHeartRadio, Outdoor News Radio, or other platforms as well. And joining us again from the Trading Post is J.C. Chamberlain. Well, J.C., welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for having us back. It's always fun. Well, yes, it is. And it's fun to hear if there are any big deer that have bit the dust in your area, but apparently not that you've heard of, huh? Since opening weekend, it's been a little bit quieter. I mean, we've heard of a few shot here and there, but mainly now with the heat wave that we had and stuff, it seems to have quieted down a bit. Yeah. Did you get some rain out of this last series of crazy weather we had last weekend? Yeah, we did, actually. We got some really nice rains, which was very, very welcome and kind of needed it. The food plots and the alfalfa fields that had been cut and stuff really seemed to kind of jump after that. So that's been great. Just too bad that the weather got so hot. We had, I think, close to 90 degrees there on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I believe it. I was in Hayward on the weekend that came home on Sunday, and I couldn't believe it was 90 degrees on on the drive home. But, you know, that's going to change. This weekend's cooling off, and maybe the deer will be a little more active. Yeah, that's something that we're really looking forward to. Hopefully this first real great cold snap here will produce some deer, and I think for the, the youth on it should actually be a great change in the weather and should be a really, really phenomenal weekend for them. I imagine Haley's looking forward to the youth hunt. Yeah, she's definitely put it on the radar that we're going to have to go... Saturday might be a little tricky, but Sunday for sure, she's all revved up and ready to go. Good. Excellent. Well, I hope she gets one or more. What can they shoot during the youth hunt? Anything is actually fair game, buck or doe. doesn't have to be you know anything in particular that way as long as they have a tag. So uh-huh. That part's going to be pretty nice. Obviously, the property's there that she can hunt with me. She's been given the green light to shoot whatever she's got a tag for. So... <laughs> Also very excited about that. The only thing I might get in trouble for is we're not sitting directly over the water hole, most likely, so that could be a bit of an issue because she's been watching the cameras and seeing that they've been hitting the water pretty hard. Oh, okay. So what are you hearing from other hunters? From other guys around, water's still, again, been a big one. The other thing that we don't have a ton of necessarily on either of the farms, white oaks or oaks in general, the acorn crop apparently has been really good. I've seen a body where we're at. Again, we don't have a, a ton of mature oaks on the farms, but really good acorn crop. And then those alfalfa fields that got harvested, either third or fourth crop in some cases, that rain that we got has really bumped them up. So we've definitely been hearing that that green feed is coming back pretty hard. Yes, and it's about the only green stuff around as far as ag is concerned. The beans and corn were dry before the rain, and they're either harvested or still standing, but looking pretty dry. Yeah, and that stuff this time of year, you know, you'll get switched onto the corn a little bit if we get some cold weather usually. Usually by now the beans are pretty much done. They don't typically like to eat them too much. Yeah. But the plots too, I know Randy's, he got his in late because, again, didn't have any moisture, but his winter wheat rye plots have been doing really well as well. So oh, good. 
looks like it could be pretty good. Well, what strategies have you got to suggest to folks who are going to be hunting this weekend or the next couple of weeks before we get into the rut? Right now, you know, with this youth weekend stuff coming up, even with it cooling down, I think water's still going to be really a main focus. Food plots, another good spot. As we kind of start moving a little bit more into the rut here and get into that middle part of the month, scrapes usually start to pick up quite a bit. And we'll start to see them pop up if they haven't already. It's just a really good time to catch one cruising, checking that scrape line or edges, bedding areas. That seems to be a real good tactic this time of year. On your cameras and others you've talked to, are bucks still together? Are you seeing twos and threes still? Yeah, they're still together somewhat. Oddly enough, we've gotten quite a few more pictures of them sparring or fighting a little bit. So they definitely can tell that they're starting to feel it a little. The bigger ones still really haven't seen a whole lot of them partaking in that, at least on the cameras anyway. Uh, but it's just a matter of time here before they really get back to it. I think the bigger deer have kind of broken up. They're starting to really set their pecking order. But the little deer, of course, are smaller bucks, I should say. They've been just out in full force. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, with the youth hunt this weekend, bow hunting is still possible, but you got to wear orange, don't you? Yes. The same thing, you can still bow hunt right straight through. You just have to wear, I believe it's 400 square inches on your chest back. And then if you do wear a hat, still required to wear an orange hat if you're wearing one. Orange or is it still blaze pink? Is uh, that still the option? Yes, the yeah. pink as well. Yep. Is Haley a pink girl or not? I don't think she minds either way. We usually just wear orange because that's what I've got. But yeah. <laughs> I think if she had her choice, she would wear pink. Just not quite there yet. She's growing so dang fast that it, it makes it hard to even keep her in anything. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, and she probably is more concerned about the deer than the color of the jacket or vest she's wearing. Yeah, I don't think that bothers her too much. I think she's just looking to put meat on the table. Yeah, well, good for her. Well, what if folks have trouble with equipment this time of year? I would imagine now with several weeks of bow hunting behind us, there are people who are discovering problems they didn't know they had or new problems that crop up. Yeah, it's been that same steady pace there. You know, as far as the crossbow side, we tend to see a little bit more of that this time of year. A lot of times maybe people don't plan on hunting until October or even the end of October, so they're just getting them out now. If you haven't gotten one out to shoot it, I would highly recommend that you do. If we did, something has happened, parts right now we're running probably close to two weeks, uh, especially if it's a limb issue, a cam issue, you're looking at two weeks for sure. Stringing cables, if it's just that, uh, then we can still turn those around pretty quick. Most of that stuff we have around in-house here, probably still only looking at a couple of days. On the vertical side, you know, kind of that same thing. String cables are turning around really quickly. I would say no more than a week right now, usually less. Again, if we order parts, then you're still looking at a couple weeks, but definitely able to get things out a little bit quicker now. Now, most traditional bow hunters or vertical bow hunters have been practicing, and so they know whether their equipment is tuned or not. Crossbow hunters typically, however, wait till the last minute or don't need to practice because the thing shoots pretty straight right out of the box. This is when you discover your problems when you start shooting and you haven't for a year or so. Yeah, and you know, and even with the crossbows, even if things were really good when you put it away, if you haven't gotten it out, you got to get it out and shoot it a little bit or at least check those strings and cables over. A lot of the new high-performance bows they've been left cocked hunting like normal for long periods of time and quite frequently throughout the season um, even that can stress those stringing cables enough to have something actually happen especially like I said you start talking that 400 feet a second and faster those bows are the ones we typically see the most issues with there so definitely would get them out get them checked out um, you know as soon as possible yep Yep, that speed comes with a price, and uh, that price could be easier failure if you're not careful. Yeah, it usually requires a little more maintenance, Yeah, for sure. Well, and I learned from you after I learned the hard way by shooting my crossbow probably a hundred times getting ready for a 3D event, oh gosh, five or six years ago, 
I actually wore the strings not totally out, but frayed them enough that I had you replace them because they wear on those rails more than a regular bowstring does, don't they? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with putting oil, or in some cases, some companies recommend a certain wax, even with doing that, there's still just so much friction, so much energy there that it heats it up enough, it's going to eat that serving up pretty easily. So definitely shoot it enough, make sure you're comfortable with it, can hit what you're aiming at and stuff, and, and can know how the crossbow functions as far as cocking it, decocking it, if it has that feature. You know, do it enough, but kind of get in that nice window where it's not hundreds and hundreds of shots for sure. Yep. All right. Well, we will talk to you again in two weeks, so good luck to you and everyone out there, and thanks a lot for that report. Yeah, good luck to everybody for the youth weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. All righty. That was J.C. Chamberlain with Pappas Trading Post. They're located on Highway 14 just west of Arena, where County Highway H goes south, and on the web at pappastradingpost.com. I'm Dan Small, more Outdoors Radio, right after this. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe.com. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham are open for business. Well, joining us this week from Pierre, South Dakota, Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, what's going on out there? Yeah, out here in Pierre for the Bass Pro Shops Cabela's Masters Walleye Circuit World Walleye Championship. We've got 25 teams in the championship, fishing for a share of $115,000 in cash and prizes. Fantastic. Well, we will get a full report on that uh, next week's show. But last weekend, you were up on the Turtle Flambeau Flowage with your son, Robert, for your annual camping trip. How did that go? Oh, it was fun, Dan. We did have to deal with some thunderstorms both nights that we slept there. You know, that's a different experience with a young kid in a tent, so yeah. thunderstorms, but we felt that we were still in a safe position. We actually camped in a different campsite on a different island than we typically do, and the only bummer about this one was that it was well shaded. We were well within the canopy, but because we got rain both nights and we didn't have a lot of sunshine during the day, everything kind of just stayed damn it stayed wet we didn't get a chance to dry out too much but fishing was still good we caught rock bass and walleye and perch and crappies Uh, we ended up having ourselves a shore lunch one day we wandered around the island did a little red squirrel population control and we had a good time with all of it each year we make some neat memories and as he gets older you know he's able to kind of help around the camp a little bit more and, and wants a little bit more independence at one point you know he kind of stayed back at camp and was just kind of hanging out while I went out and fished and we were talking to each other on the two-way radios and it was fun. It was a, it was a good time. Fantastic. Well, you're turning him into quite the outdoorsman and uh, I think he's loving it. Oh, he is. He, he's loving the, the independence. At one point, uh, I was coming back for dinner and he goes, Dad, I'll have the fire going when you get here. And he did. He <laughs> had everything all set. And, uh, yeah, we, he was doing a great job with it. Fantastic. Well, this is Youth Deer Hunt Weekend. Are you going to be back in time for any hunting? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be close maybe for a day. Uh, we really didn't prepare for it this year like we had last year just because we knew the time frame was not going to work out. But with him working with the pellet gun and, and with the ear rifle and, and even firing the twenty two quite a bit in the last number of weeks, He'd probably feel comfortable behind a gun, but we just haven't really prepared ourselves. So I think we'll maybe get some bow hunting in or crossbow hunting in in the coming weeks, but we'll worry about uh, the rifle once we get to uh, rifle season in November. All right, sounds good. Well, last weekend, John and I were at the 8th Annual Treelands Musky Fly Fishing Championships, and despite the full moon and major activity periods during tournament hours. It was a slow bite both days. A hundred anglers registered just 40 muskies. John did catch one, a small one, but we were way down in the ranking. We we got on the board, which is more than we do most years. We weathered a couple of storms there as well, both fishing and at night. And of course, I didn't cover the boat at night, so it was 
very wet in the morning, and that's never a lot of fun when you're fishing. But it was a great event, as always. My big news, speaking of fishing, and I know you know this already, and some of our listeners do, it's now official. I will be one of six people inducted in the class of 2024 of the Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame in Hayward. Yay! Yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank you. You told me about uh, about this coming up. Uh, I've been able to keep it a secret, too, but, uh, Dan, there's few people more deserving than you to get into this. You have made uh, a huge impact on outdoor conservation across the board. Uh, I'm glad to see you be recognized this way. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Jeff. Yeah, most people kept it a secret. A few friends knew, but now now the word is out. And Hall of Fame director Emmett Brown plans to hold my induction ceremony at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show in March. So there'll be more on that when I know more. Well, Jeff, we will talk to you again next week. Safe travels home, and hope the event has a great finish. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Tim. Well, coming up, Remy Battery President Mike Miller offers advice for fall battery maintenance on road vehicles and recreational equipment. Eric Prince, Director of Economic Development for Florence County, Wisconsin, gives us a fall color report and tells us what's coming up this month in Florence County. And we'll kick things off with Otto Reitz. He's the President of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. He's got some good news about their new 2024 Can-Am Defender which will help them provide veterans with access to outdoor activities. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Cold temperatures are on the way. If you're a hunter, you want to stay out longer, no matter what the thermometer says. Arctic Shield, L&M Fleet Supply, and Outdoor News are teaming up to give away the best cold weather hunting gear in the industry. Between now and the end of October, you can win a full set of Arctic Shield Classic Elite Parka and Bibs. We'll give away two full sets per week in October. To enter, just click on the contest tab at OutdoorNews.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Step outside, let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of unclouded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery. All packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. 
Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Joining me now is Otto Reitz. He is the founder and president of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. They're located in rural Gleason, Wisconsin, which is roughly halfway between Eagle River and Antigo. They've got a beautiful place out there called Country Haven Farm. Otto, thanks for joining us again, and welcome back. Dan, thanks for having us back on the show again. Really greatly appreciate it. You bet. Now, your website, WoundedWarriorsUnitedWI.org, tells folks about your program. But for folks who haven't visited the website or haven't heard you on past shows, in a nutshell, tell us what you're all about. We take Wisconsin veterans on hunting and fishing trips across the United States at no cost to them. And you have Uh, been doing this for several years now, right? Yes, we have. Over seven years now. And I understand you've got some bear hunts that are in progress right now, but the bears aren't cooperating. Uh, Mother Nature provided too many acorns for them this year. The baits are pretty slow right now, but everybody across the board is having that problem. We're not the only ones. All right. Now, this show will air on this weekend. For most folks, that's Saturday the 7th. So you've got a few more days to hunt, right? Yep, we have till the 10th. Well, I hope you get a bear or more than one in that time frame. But the reason we're calling you now is you've got some big news. Tell us about it. Well, we were very fortunate to be contacted by the Yamaha dealer out of Anago. Jake Yickey is one of the owners. And Can-Am was awarding three organizations in the state of Wisconsin a brand-new Can-Am Defender of 2024. And Jake had been following us on Facebook, and he thought that our organization would benefit from it and called us up and asked if we would like to get together and put a presentation together to send to Can-Am. We were excited that he thought of us, and we put one together, sent it in, and we were called up and said that we were one of the lucky three winners. Fantastic. What exactly is a Defender, for folks who don't know? Well, Can-Am Defender is top-of-the-line the best you could buy. Six-seater, dump box on the back. It's got air conditioning, heat, power windows, winch on the front. The leather seats are phenomenal in it. Every option that's available that you can put in a Can-Am Defender, it's, it's on this. It comes in my favorite color, camouflage. <laughs> now, this is a <laughs> this is a UTV, a side-by-side, but with leather seats, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a Cadillac of TV market. And heating and air conditioning, I mean, this is better than a lot of cars people drive. <laughs> the interior sure does look like it, I yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Otto, how did the competition work for this? Can-Am was giving away three Defenders in the state of Wisconsin. I believe there was 48 dealerships that were allowed to enter one organization, and out of those, only 26 dealers put in an entry. And out of the 26, we were one of the three that were selected to win the Can-Am Defender. Well, that's wonderful. I guess they must really like you at Anago, Yamaha, and Can-Am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get along really good with them, and Jake's a veteran himself. You know, that's kind of a soft side for him, too, and we're excited. We can't thank Anago, Yamaha, and Jake enough for thinking of us and helping us win it. How is this going to help you with your programs? Uh, it's going to benefit us in so many different ways. During the hunting season, we can transport veterans and a close a UTV, you know, you're not pros. Getting to your stand, picking them back up, that's one of the benefits. And one of our other big benefits is when we do ice fishing. When we're driving out a mile, two miles across the lake, and if you're on an open UTV, you get pretty cold. And, and it deters a lot of veterans from going on events like this because of the cold weather, where we can transport them in heat, have them wait in the UTV until we get the ice shack set up and get the heaters running in them. And they can go from warmth to warmth and never be discomfort. 
Well, that's great. Now, you say it's a six-seater, and it has a dump box. That's pretty much everything you would need. Yes, it has everything. Like I said, we're excited to get this and to start using it. Deer hunting coming around the corner. We're going to have an opportunity to try it out right away. You are getting this this coming week, right? We're getting it on the 11th, correct. At 11 o'clock in the morning, it's going to be delivered. Okay, and you've got a little celebration planned. Yes, we do. We're working on a couple of things. One is Anigo Yamaha will be bringing it out from their facility out to the farm. And we're looking to see if we can get some motorcycle veteran groups to do an, an escort out to the farm. And then we'll have news coverage out here. Anigo Yamaha has generously found people that are going to donate the food for the day, soda, water, stuff like that for the food on site. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a, a great unveiling. It's, it's going to be a great benefit to the organization to have this to use. It certainly sounds like it. Now, is this a loaner or is this actually your vehicle? This is ours. Wow. We, we want it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we are excited. I mean, this is something that we would not have the funding or a budget that we would spend that kind of money on this machine. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Now, I visited you folks back in July on my way home from Eagle River and saw your animals and saw your layout there, and I'm sure you'll find some use for it just right around the farm itself. Oh, definitely. Well, we do live on a ATV UTV trail, so summertime, wintertime, when people come up to stay on the farm, they can jump on the machine, they can drive down the road and, and be nice and warm and toasty and you see, you know, the woods and the wildlife, the countryside. And people are welcome to join you on Wednesday the 11th? Yes, we would like to have as many people as possible come out and help us celebrate and take a look at the machine and take a look at the farm and see what we all have to offer for the veterans in Wisconsin. And you would like to know who's coming and how many, right? Yes, if they go to our website, www.wi.org, and fill out a form that's on there, like a volunteer form they can fill out, and just number of adults and children coming, or they can call me, either way. We hope you have a great turnout. Why don't you give us that phone number, too? 920-470-1845. 920-470-1845. Correct. All right. Well, Otto, thanks so much. Good luck. I hope you have a great turnout, and I'm sure you're going to find a lot of wonderful ways to use your new Can-Am Defender. Oh, I'm sure we will. Appreciate you calling. You bet. Otto Reitz is the president and founder of Wounded Warriors United of Wisconsin. They are located near Gleason, Wisconsin. You can find the exact location by going to their website, which is woundedwarriorsunitedwi.org, or just the initials, www.wi.org. They have this event coming up this coming Wednesday at 11 o'clock on Country Haven Farm. Hope you can make it. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Remy Battery has been family-owned and operated since 1931. They're located in Milwaukee on 43rd and Lincoln, as well as on Sunset Drive in Waukesha and in Escanaba and Houghton in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And you can find them on the web at RemyBattery.com. And joining us now is Remy President Mike Miller. Mike, thanks for joining us and welcome back. Hey, Dan. Good to hear from you again. Glad to be back. Well, I visited you this past summer for a battery check on my Explorer. We appreciate you coming in and visiting us and seeing us. And you were right to have that battery tested in the summer. We're a little slower in the summertime. We can spend a little time and catch up like we like to do with all of our customers. Dan, I would also recommend that you probably consider getting that battery tested again here before the cold snap. We had a long, hot, dry summer and... Heat is probably the worst culprit in battery longevity and killing a battery. Typically, we just don't notice 
the damage that the heat does to batteries until the cold winter snaps. And when that cold winter snaps, that's when we start seeing the weakness that the heat caused. So my recommendation to you, Dan, is pay us another visit when you're in town. <laughs> I think I will do that. Yeah, you said it was, I forget, 70% or something like that, and that I should be able to get through early fall. But it's early fall now, and that's a three-year-old battery, I believe. Um, the warranty expired. I did not buy it from you folks, or I probably would have replaced it at the time. But I will do that. And is that a common thing, that the summer everything runs fine, although the heat is damaging batteries? Yeah, absolutely. A battery naturally degrades over the course of time, and it is a regular replacement part on your vehicle. The average life of uh, batteries, the industry statistics in, in this region and in this climate, is about five to six years. That's about the average. And we strongly recommend people try and keep track of that and figure out the last time they changed out their battery. And it's always best to change that battery before you get stuck in a parking lot in the middle of winter and it's snowy and it's dark. It is a regular replacement part, and it's better to replace it before it fails to keep you out of situations like that. So where we recommend people coming in and we give free battery tests to anybody and we can let you know that status of that battery and kind of give you a snapshot on how that battery is performing when we do that test and give you a ballpark like, oh yeah, you're good for this season, you're good for a few more months, you're good for another year. And a lot of times we can determine the age of the battery from some of the markings on the battery to kind of give you a good idea. But if you haven't touched your battery in five, six years, probably best just to go in and replace it just to be safe it's cheap insurance put it that way Dan yeah absolutely well cars aside as all of us are going to be driving uh, this fall and winter how about recreational vehicles things that, like a snowmobile or an ATV that sat all summer yeah now we're talking about the fun stuff right yeah <laughs> basically best way to store a battery is keep it fully charged and maintained we offer a lot of great tools for that maintainers, battery chargers. Before you go out and want to have that experience, whether it's taking a fall ATV ride or chomping at the bit to get out and run on that sled with the first snow, you know, it's best to test that battery before you, you take it out and make sure that it's fully charged. We test those batteries. You've got to bring those batteries into us so we can test them. Maintenance on that stuff is pretty simple nowadays if you buy a battery maintainer. It's just having access to power and being able to keep that battery plugged in. I'll give you a good example, Dan. I have a golf cart up at my cabin, and it's a gas golf cart. starts on a small automotive battery, and I've had that golf cart going on 11 years, and I put it on a maintainer, and it's been the same battery for 11 years. Wow. Well, yep. what's the difference between a maintainer and a charger? Typically, a maintainer is a smaller trickle charge, and it's fully automatic, so it senses the state of charge of the battery, and as the battery naturally discharges or parasitic drains may draw that battery down a little bit, it'll sense the state of charge, and when it hits a certain voltage, that maintainer will kick in and slowly bring that battery up to a full state of charge, keeping it fully charged at all times. The charger that I have has three settings. It has a 2-amp, 10-amp, and a 50-amp, and the 50 is for starting, but the 2-amp, I've always called that a trickle charge. Is that a maintainer, or is, is that not? For a charger like that, typically we recommend that you look back at your owner's manual to find out. Some of the bench chargers, like what you're describing, do have that maintenance mode built in. A lot of them don't. We always recommend that you check your owner's manual to find out specifically. And a bench charger like what you're talking about, the 2, 10, and 50, the 50-amp boost to yeah. uh, help boost and jumpstart a vehicle, the 10-amp is typically for automotive or larger size batteries, automotive and commercial size batteries. And then that 2-amp setting is typically for smaller batteries, power sports and utility or lawn and garden size batteries. Okay. Well, maybe I'll be in the market for a maintainer when I come in for a battery as well. <laughs> it's a great way to keep the toys like ATVs and snowmobiles and boat batteries. 
it's fully charged, so all you have to do is unplug it, and you're ready to roll. Now, when I stopped in, I did buy a booster pack, I guess you'd call it. I think it was a NOCO. Is that the company, the brand? Yeah, that's one of the popular brands of booster packs out there. There's a lot of them that have gotten downsized with the lithium technology, and they're they're very light, they're very compact, very small, but they really pack a good punch for jump-starting a vehicle. Some of them have features where you can plug into a USB and charge up your cell phone or run your laptop off of them to extend cell phone or laptop runtime. One of the things that we caution people on on the lithium is that not to store it in your vehicle necessarily over the winter. If the temperature, if you park outside, for example, and the temperature drops below 40 degrees, that can affect the performance of those lithium packs. Okay. So it's always best to keep that starter pack above 40 degrees so you get the maximum performance out of it. Well, that's good to know. It has been above 40 since I bought it, but I'll bring it in this winter. I got it both for the vehicle and for my boat. As I probably explained to you, I've had issues with the battery on my boat, the, the starter battery, which also runs my two locators, and these are bigger locators than I've had before, and I've had it happen where they run the battery down, then I can't start the engine. I don't know how common that is. Yeah, it's tough to find roadside assistance when you're out in the middle of a lake, right, Dan? (laughs) I had dockside assistance. A friend on a lake I was on had a solar charger on the battery that raised and lowered his boat lift, and so I went over and with his permission, I swapped out my battery for that one, use that one for the day, and charge mine back up. But not everybody's going to have that good luck. So I carry that booster pack in the boat, and I will have it with me this weekend when my son and I are fishing the Treelands Muskie Fly Fishing Championship up in Hayward. Um, it'll definitely be in the boat. Hopefully you won't need it, and you'll have good luck fishing that tournament. Well, I hope so. At least we're going to have fun. Do you see a lot of boaters putting uh, separate batteries in for their electronics now that they have gotten fancier and draw more power? Yeah, we've heard from certain customers that if their electronics were hooked up to their engine starting battery or their trolling batteries, that sometimes because of the sensitivity of the electronics nowadays, that drop in voltage when you try to start the engine or hit the trolling motor will affect the electronics. Yeah, we've had heard a lot of people setting up a separate system just to run their electronics on the boat. Some systems accommodate that, but we have heard that people have done that. And typically those electronics draw a smaller draw, so most people are putting in a significantly smaller battery just to run that electronics. Okay. I had one other thing happen this summer. We had an electrical storm, uh, not the recent one, but sometime in August, I think. No lightning hit us directly, but we noticed that the motor that lifts the engine, the tilt-and-trim motor, it was running, and it was straining against the bungee cord, so I went out and could not turn it off on the motor, but I was able to turn it off at the bow of the boat, and 10 minutes later, it did the same thing, so I disconnected the battery. What might have happened there? Well, if that motor continued to run, the battery would definitely be discharged. So you did the right thing to disconnect the battery to break that circuit and prevent that battery from being run down until you could analyze the problem and figure out what was going on with that motor continually running. You know, that goes for the situation where there may be a parasitic drain. If you're not going to put a maintainer on a battery, we also recommend when you're storing your vehicles is just to disconnect that battery to prevent any of those parasitic drains from drawing that battery down. We understand that people have storage units or they store equipment outside and they're not going to have access to power or be able to put a battery maintainer on. The next best thing is to disconnect that battery and, if possible, take that battery out of that piece of equipment and store it in a cool, dry place and just simply give it a maintenance charge, like that bench charger we were talking about that you have, Dan. Just give it a maintenance charge about once a month to once every other month until you put that piece of equipment back into service. So outside of a maintainer, that's what we typically recommend you do for any piece of equipment that may be stored longer than a month. 
Is it possible that a lightning strike a mile or so away could have affected the circuitry on the boat? That's a little out of my purview, Dan, but it would be probably something that you would want to discuss with your boat mechanic about. They'd probably be able to determine that if that was some kind of backfeed into that motor or not. It only happened once, and the boat has run several times just fine since then, so whatever happened, it wasn't permanently damaged, but I will talk to the dealer. That's probably the best idea right there. Well, Mike, lots of good advice this time, and every time we talk to you, I learn more about batteries and how I should be using them and taking care of them, so thanks so much for sharing all this good information, and... I will see you sometime this fall for a new battery for my vehicle, for sure. Dan, always good to talk to you, and we're here to help. All right. Mike Miller is the president of Remy Battery. They are located on 43rd and Lincoln in Milwaukee, on Sunset Drive in Waukesha, and also in Michigan's Upper Peninsula in Escanaba and Houghton. And you can find them on the web at remybattery.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90 plus years and your continued support of our local family owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission Archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Cold temperatures are on the way. If you're a hunter, you want to stay out longer, no matter what the thermometer says. Arctic Shield, LM Fleet Supply, and Outdoor News are teaming up to give away the best cold weather hunting gear in the industry. 
Between now and the end of October, you can win a full set of Arctic Shield Classic Elite Parka and Bibs. We'll give away two full sets per week in October. To enter, just click on the contest tab at OutdoorNews.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Florence County, Wisconsin invites you to explore thousands of acres of county, state, and national forest lands, plus wild rivers, ATV, UTV trails, and much more. You can learn all about opportunities there at exploreflorencecounty.com. And joining us now once again for our monthly chat is the Director of Florence County Economic Development, Eric Prince. Well, Eric, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Hey, thanks for having me again, Dan. You bet. I would imagine the leaves are pretty much in full color by now, aren't they? Oh, i got to tell you, it's been a great couple of weeks in tracking it and being in different parts of the county and watching how they pop in certain areas, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun. This was my first shot at it, really, as far as having to do the updates on TravelWisconsin.com. And, you know, you drive down the road one mile and there's a bunch of colors and then the next mile it's all green. It's been a little crazy, but it's just been wonderful to be part of it and, and to watch it all. Well, that's cool. Now, have you been out in the woods on the trails? I have. Last time we talked, we had a poker run that got postponed. Then it happened this past Saturday on the 30th. And I was able to take my rig and got it out to camp. We had five rigs. And we went out, and it was fantastic. We probably put on about 60, 65 miles, visited a number of different taverns, restaurants to get our stamps and that. But we had rain in the morning, which actually turned out to be a blessing because being out on the trails, we didn't have all the dust. Yeah. And it wasn't super hot. It got up into the 70s. I think that the one place that really I thought was beautiful that I had never been to before was the Barrens which are out in Spread Eagle. Sure. That was absolutely beautiful. And, yeah, we went all around, and uh, just, it, it was it was great. I, it was my first poke run. I have every intention of making it an annual thing, just to get out there and see all the colors, to talk to folks and people that are traveling from wherever, other parts of the state or even other states, and, you know, how they come to really just enjoy our little county. So it was a lot of fun. Nice. Did you have a winning poker hand? No, I didn't, Dan. <laughs> I'm not much of a not much of a poker player, but there was quite a line to have a handout, and I spoke to the woman that took care of all of it. Now it was crazy that she was the only one because there were, I think, she dealt something like 300 hands. Oh my goodness! And yeah, they're going to line up two or three folks to actually do poker hands for next year. No planning for the future, but there wasn't anybody impatient in line or anything like that. You know, you just run into people you see all the time, or like I said, there's people from out of town. They tell you how much they enjoy it and all that. It, all around, it was a great day. Neat. And there's a poker run going on this weekend. In fact, when most people hear this Saturday morning, it happens today, right? October 7th? Yeah. So it starts at 9. It's the Northern Saddle Club Ball Poker Run Fundraiser. The difference is that this is an equestrian event, right? So the check-ins open at 9. There's group rides at 9.30 and 10. Um, or really, you can ride, it says you can ride anytime. They, they draw poker hands between 1 and 2.30, and then potluck lunch at 4, campfire social follow, $15 donation for poker hands. All the detail is on the website if you want to check it out if you're in the area or if you can get up here. But, you know, I saw pictures of last year's. They started at the Halls Creek Trailhead, and it looks like they literally take the horses right through the creek. What better way to check out the trails with the creek on a horse? I think that sounds pretty cool. I haven't done it. It sounds like a lot of fun, but you need a horse to do it, right? Well, actually, to do the ride, yes, but apparently you don't have to have a horse to participate in the poker run. Oh, cool. They're allowing anyone to participate and buy a hand and, and raffle tickets. It's a fundraiser for the group, and I've talked to some of the ladies. They're wonderful people. If it's something you want to check out and you don't have a horse, go to the Halls Creek Trailhead in the morning and check out what it's about. I've, at the very least, you're going to meet some great people. It's a fundraiser, and you'll see some beautiful horses, I'm sure. And you'll be out in the woods where all the leaves are going to be finished changing over the next couple of days anyway, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you've got other events coming up this month as well, right? 
Yeah, we do. Next weekend, October 14th, we have Camel, one of our favorite groups. I think you and I talk about them quite a bit. Yes. Kids and Mentors Outdoors, our Florence chapter. They are having the Youth Pheasant Hunt. That happens out at Shady Game Farm in Florence. You must have a hunter safety course, and it's for all boys and girls ages 10 to 17. They're limited to 25, and I know they did very well last year. So make sure that you register. You can go on the website again. It's Johnny Johnson, and his contact uh, email and phone number are both on the website, exploreflorencecounty.com. Under events, go to the camo event, where Shady Game Farm is located, and all the other details about you know having to bring a gun. Check it out on the website, but it's a great event, and I'm hoping to stop out there myself. And then actually on that same day, we have Hog Wild Smoked Meats. It's Florence Fire Department fundraiser that day. It goes from 10.30 to 3 at the Florence Fire Hall, right here in the town of Florence. And again, the information's on the website, but they're also going to be selling Kai's Peak Uphill Truck Drag Raffle Tickets. Oh. Yep, and imagine that. We're already talking about that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that's going to happen in March or April. They're $100 a ticket, but there's only 400 of them sold, and the top prize is $10,000. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so there's two free pork plates that are included with each ticket purchase. So it's for the Florence Fire Department, and I actually know Hog Wild, and they do a great job with, with all the pork and chicken and all the different meats that they cook up for a variety of events. So you can definitely join us for that. And then just to mention a couple of other ones towards the end of the month, October 21st, White Tails Unlimited Big Four Plus Chapter Banquet. I know that we've touched on that one. There's a 4.30 social hour, 6 o'clock dinner. Again, details online, although you do buy and print the tickets at whitetailsunlimited.com, and that's going to be held out at the Kai's Peak Ski Lodge out on Route 101. And again, that's October 21st at 4.30. And finally, there's a game feed at the 101, which used to be left. That's going to be October 28th at 11.30 a.m. And all profits from the food go to the American Legion Post 211. And there's going to be raffles and all sorts of other stuff. I can't remember all the different meats that they have with the game feed, but I know there's venison, bear. I can only imagine there's a handful of others as well. So again, that's on October 28th, and it starts at 11.30, and they serve it until it's gone. Those are the events that we have coming up. Nice, nice. Yeah, game feeds are a lot of fun because you get a chance to taste somebody else's venison recipe, but I've had more exotic things like even cougar and uh, beaver stew and just things wow. that you wouldn't normally be eating. And speaking of wild game food, how's the grouse hunting up there this year? Apparently it's going pretty good. As we were talking prior to getting on air, the night of the poker run, four of the guys actually hit a couple of grouse and we cooked it up and I had never had it before and I was really impressed. I, I didn't realize it was such a what would be a good word for it? A pure white meat. Yes. And it was absolutely delicious. We're seeing them. I saw one on the way in from work the other day. Unfortunately, they have a shotgun in my truck. But, yeah, apparently they're doing very well, and they're tasty. Yeah, and you know what? Just to mention, this is the weekend of the youth hunt, I believe, isn't it? The 7th and 8th? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to all the youth out there that are out there hunting. Be safe and enjoy it. I hope that the weather sticks out throughout the entire weekend here and then of course you know there's so many other things going on with all the different hunts i think bear hunting ends pretty soon yep this upcoming week other than that all i can say is if you want to come up and enjoy some the end of the beautiful weather we have the waterfalls you can hike camp you can try the disc golf course up on kai's peak there's all sorts of stuff to do here as we head into the throes of the fall so come on up in other words Come on up, absolutely. Yeah, and I would imagine the waterfalls are especially pretty with the fall colors and with the reflection of the colors in the pools below the waterfalls. Yes. Just before last weekend, I was out to Washburn, and we ran into one other person, but then it was just my wife and I, and it's still trophies. You can't not. We're done now. But the, the colors were all starting to change, and it was beautiful. We really have come to appreciate the outdoors and we're wanting to do more and more. Um, and uh, I've actually, um, I didn't even realize we had a rustic road here, but we have a designated rustic road, 74, that's 32 and a half miles down in the fence area. 
and I, I ran half, I, I drove half of it um, last week. And as I was making my rounds for the Wild Rivers tour, that we, it's a 15 point designated tour. And, you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to do that and just all the different colors, the, the, the greens and the pops of the reds from the maples and the changing of other trees. The whole thing is fantastic. I mean, we're, we truly are in God's country and blessed to be here. Love to have people come up and visit. And I don't know that they're changing quite as quickly down south, but they're popping up here. So hopefully we can enjoy it for another couple of days. All right. Well, Eric, I love your enthusiasm for the area, and it is a beautiful area. I've been up there several times in the fall in the last three, four years, and I agree. It's one of the prettiest places in the state, if not the whole country, when the leaves are in full color. Absolutely. We're going to have to get you back up here. We will do that. We will talk again in November. Sounds fantastic. Thanks a lot, Dan. You bet. Eric Prince, the Director of Economic Development for Florence County. You can learn all about everything we talked about and more at exploreflorencecounty.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Step outside, let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for that perfect Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 plus miles of beautiful ATV UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to exploreflorencecounty.com and plan your trip today. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, EchoMap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery. All packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN. RGS. Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend and on the web at cedarlakesales.com. Cedar Lake Sales is having a big sale on pontoon boats, and they still have room if you're looking for winter storage space for your boat and wintering supplies if you're a do-it-yourselfer. Check the Cedar Lake Sales website for details. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, performance camo wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com by Ducks Unlimited, a proud sponsor of our show and of duck hunters everywhere. And we're brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com, and by Woodside Ranch Resort and Conference Center, woodsideranch.com. 
If our TV show Outdoor Wisconsin is not airing where you live, you can watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. And last year's Deer Hunt Wisconsin show, along with other shows from previous years, archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin TV YouTube channel. And if you missed any dates, websites, or phone numbers we mentioned, you can always listen online at lake-link.com slash radio. You can also get our show as a podcast on the new outdoornews.com website. Find Jeff on social media at Hardwater Jeff and find me at Dan Small Outdoors. Just a couple of calendar items for you. This weekend is Apple Fest in Bayfield. It's also the Youth Gun Deer Hunt weekend, so you'll be sharing the woods with a lot of young hunters and their mentors. They'll all be wearing blaze orange or blaze pink, and you should too. So it's mandatory if you're bow hunting, but it's a good idea no matter what you're doing outside. I'm Dan Small. Jeff Kelm will be back next week. Get outside this weekend, enjoy the fall colors while they last, and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio.